Welcome to Are We Doing This? I did nothing. We did nothing to stop you there. That was all organic. <laughs> Why can I never get this intro right? The podcast made by four internet friends who have no idea what they're doing. I'm Xavier. I'm Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac's uh, not here this week. He's camping. Isaac is not with us this week. Uh, hi. Hello. You have to say your name. We call this one Jay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh he's on time for once. God. I'm me. I never realized um, <laughs> how big of a doofus you sound like when you do the intro. <laughs> <laughs> do you mean you like like Xavier here? Or do you mean like how big of a doofus one feels when one does? No, like intro? Xavier. And, sympathy no, no that... sympathy. Xavier, you just sound like a doofus. That's all. <laughs> I always find it funny because I can't get it right. Uh, maybe, maybe one day. Okay. I actually carefully craft the intro every week. I edit it together from multiple Xavier failings over time. <laughs> That's beautiful. So, Jay, I believe <sighs> you've been in receipt of some mayonnaise. I have been in receipt of, um, oh, we'll have to find a link and put it in the notes. I've been in the receipt of, uh, Duke's, uh, mayonnaise, which was gifted to me by Xavier. We had a fried fish sandwich night uh, a couple of nights ago, so I thought it would be a good time to use it for two reasons. One, because I like to make my own homemade tartar sauce. Two, because I use the correct condiment to dip my french fries in, and that is mayo. Uh, I tried said mayo, and I thought it was delicious. So I thank you for the gift. I look forward to having it again in the future. Does it kick Hellman's ass? You know, here's the thing. It does not kick Hellman's ass. On the mayo ladder rungs, it's a little bit higher, but not that much higher. It's definitely better, but it's not world's better. They're playing in the same ballpark. Dukes just has better seats. Well, it would be like the fight from They Live, where he's trying to get the guy to put the sunglasses on. The fight that takes like seven or eight minutes, because they're not really like, they're just both tired and bad at fighting. That's what this podcast is like. <laughs> well, without Isaac to kind of like go against our chorus of mayo love, the the love for the mayonnaise, mayonnaise agape. No, he'd want to talk about fucking trees and shit. Not fucking trees, but just being. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a dead. <laughs> okay. Uh, listener, <laughs> let me make a statement. Listener, let me make a statement. Uh, Isaac. Isaac is not a dendrophiliac. <laughs> he just likes being out in nature. And I imagine if he were here, he would be discussing, I don't know, foliage and shit. Like, I, I don't know, like nature stuff. <laughs> oh, oh, Jay. Or going on a bike ride or like children. Oh, yeah, boy. You got to take that leaf off. You got to remove those branches. I want to see that trunk. I want to <laughs> see these beautiful xylium. Oh, God, I can't think of botanical terms for trees. I'm pushing the big red button. I'm pushing the big red button on Connor talking about trees. Yeah, you got to stop. You're either going to you're either going to turn off our one and only listener or maybe bizarrely turn them on. But I'm not a gambler, so you need to stop. 
Look, man, Alan Moore wrote Swamp uh, Thing, and he's a cultural treasure. I can at least talk about making out with, like, a nice tree man. So, no Isaac today, which is... And we're now number one in the foliage lovers market. I'm glad I got a new, fresh bottle of fizzy water. This is delicious. Was it worth it? Yeah. Yep, it was worth it. I'm glad I got a new mic. You sound better. Thank you, thank you. I'm less sick now. Connor still sounds like 90%. Uh, and since Isaac's not here, we might actually have a good clean show because he usually doesn't sound good. No, Isaac's got some uh, kind of like input thing going on where his volume's like a quarter of our volume always. This is the show within the show where we critique the show live on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it, it shows all the way down. Oh, we're aware of our audio issues, dear listener, and we're making strides, leaps and bounds. <laughs> Literal <laughs> leaps and bounds. To to make it better. So if that's why, uh, if that's prob- prob- mouth words, if that's problematic, we're fixing it. Give us a give us some time, dear listener. Brothers, did we make any forward progress this week? Uh, like in our lives, how was how was whatever whatever week of uh, 2020 we're on? It's been a weird week. Week 26 in our ISO calendar. Week 26, what did I do differently than previous weeks? I got new Beats headphones. Beats Solo Pro Matte Blue Active Noise Cancelling Headphones. And they are really nice. If I ever, ever go on an airplane again, that will be really good and come in handy. Jay, why are you shoving vegetables in your ears? I'm sorry? (laughs) Beats. Why are you shoving vegetables in your ears? Beats. Beats. That's a dumb joke. Have I told you guys uh, my story about beets? Like the vegetable, not the... Yes, you told us the story about beets, man. (sighs) Did I? Yes. The man with the beets. It's a good story. Should we go back down Xavier's weird food oddities corner? No, I think we scraped the bottom of that barrel last week. Oh, but there's so much more. No. Did you know that you can buy like a sort of tiny, tiny, well, it's like a regular size spatula handle. And then the silicon spatula tip on the end is hmm, like a quarter of a post-it note. And it's so that you can get the very, very last stuff in the little corners of the bottoms of jars. Yeah, I have Ooh. a couple of those. I do not have any. Am I missing out? Mm-hmm. I thought that was, like, standard issue. Oh, no, no it isn't. Most people just kind of, like, feel like like God only wants them to have the first 95% of the peanut butter. Mm, no, you got to get your money's worth. We cook a lot. Y'all have cast iron chain mail? No. What? Do you do you cook with cast iron? I have one cast iron pan. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I got the I got the 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 fancy the fancy steel scrubby brush that's just like interlocking steel rings. I know what you're yep. talking about. Ah, uh, Pittsburgh. I got my abrasive surface for the abrasive surface. Ah, uh, Pittsburgh. Why are you saying ah, uh, Pittsburgh? A series of interlocking steel rings. Pittsburgh. I'll take that compliment. I Yeah, I'm not going to even fight you on this, Xavier. Fucking fascist. I mean, like, if they were sticks that were interlocking and formed a stronger, then we'd be closer to the fascist metaphor. But right now we're sticking with, like, the Olympics, you know? We're on that ID and dactyl shit. 
Listen, Isaac's not here, so I need to find a new fascist, and I think that's going to be Xavier. God damn it. (laughs) Jay, do you want to be on the wrong side of history? I'm never on the wrong side of history. Says the man who's on the wrong side of history. History, like treason, is a matter of dates, my friend. So it's treason, then. (sighs) How was your week? Oh, it's been a slow week, man. Taking naps and going for walks? Just the usual? It's just taking naps, man. Like I'm not even the like, walks out. The walks have been mm, on and off. The weather's been pretty. Uh, it's a jungle. It's not typically a jungle in Pittsburgh, but w- when it's ninety-five degrees and the sort of cloud cover is everywhere, yeah, it definitely is like a a rainforest that is getting a couple inches of rain every day and is like popping off with animal activity and insects and birds and oppressive heat and squawking and like in the middle of the night and like the whole deal. What's going on in the middle of the night? Oh, you know, I mean like drunk kids and tourists and howler monkeys, you know, like the urban. What was that sound you made? Canopy, canopy noises, you know, like one kind of creature trying to locate others by making like a warning noise to bring them to them, you know? Like a, ah, 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 come down here, guys. Like, I went down, went down Butler Street. Uh, the entertainment district here in oh. Pittsburgh has definitely gotten, like, right back to regular American, let's get drunk in big groups of people. For sure. Behavior. All, all those all those youngins get those old people sick. That's how it works. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, like, inside of all of the bars and stuff, everyone's on their best behavior, but... The circle of life! There's, like, bad decisions, and there's ill-informed decisions, and there's risk assessments, and there's moral judgments on other people, and uh, they're definitely on, like, the fiddling while Rome burns end of the spectrum compared to the sort of, like, uh, grabbing buckets while robe burns. Can somebody fucking explain to me socially distanced dining? It, it seems like the most asinine safety theater I have ever seen in my fucking life. I take one of the vehicles out for a spin, as I do throughout the week. You know, just keep keep everything running. And um, I drive past these places, and... It just seems ridiculous, like tables set up in parking lots. And that was only for like a handful of weeks. And now there's socially distanced inside dining. And I don't (laughs) I'm not going to do that because reasons. But what like why? Like what is the need to sit in sweltering 90 degree heat uh, just to get your Red Lobster fix? Like, it's not a bit. Like, it's a legit question. Like, I, explain that to me. It's just safety theater. That's not safe. It's safer, but it's not 100% safe. You don't know how good the lobster is, Jay. I need the lobster. Bring me the lobster. It's just so bad. So I wonder if kind of like the ritzier you are, like the more the theater aspect of the safety is like working against you. The wealthier you are, I think potentially the more inclined you are to feel optimistic about going out because you have access to good healthcare 
maybe you think it's fake news um, or what have you. But then at the same time, in the rural area where I live, you see that pretty much across the entire class spectrum. It's very bizarre. Right, that there's parts of the, I mean, like, I've done a little bit of traveling inside of Pennsylvania, and certainly up into counties north of Pittsburgh, in the more rural kind of like state forest counties, people were operating there, like there hasn't been a global pandemic on for six months, you know, like there's, they just like, it, it, it's business as usual. And, you know, I mean, there's only 60,000 people in that county. They're in a whole big county. So it inherently, they're not going to be able to like, cluster the way that you could in like a nightclub in a city but because um, there are no cities and there's no like venue that could host 200 people dancing in that county can i tell you about something that's been bothering me go ahead caller sure it's like we live in a very like vanilla subdivision there's maybe like 40 or 50 houses it's predominantly three plus bedrooms, two plus car garages. Thankfully, the houses aren't all cookie cutter. Um, everything looks kind of different, which is nice. Um, but we have this one neighbor who is a retiree, and she always seems to be coming home from whatever the fuck she was doing. I don't know, going to the grocery store. And we'll be walking our dogs, and she goes to turn into her cul-de-sac, and has the window down because she's smoking a cigarette or has the window uh, up and she like deliberately puts it down, stops the car and says to wife and I, um, y'all still hiding from dat Rona? I don't ever say anything. I just wave and wife just smiles and, you know, says something like, yep, we're hanging in there. We're, we're doing okay. But it's like, that is like the attitude of the subdivision if that makes sense, that it's just like everything's gone back to normal. So, and here's these two kooky kids that are hiding from that Rona. When you say it's a vanilla subdivision, is it like a white subdivision? Is this like ignorant white people? Yeah, I think that could be, I think that definitely could be the case. Okay, so your neighbors are like Karen's. There are definitely some neighbors that are Karens. There are some very cool neighbors that we have gotten to know, but there's a couple of older, retired uh, Karens, for sure. Hadn't thought about it that way. That lady sounds like she really was on a power trip, and she really wanted to exert some power as, like, the neighbor that knows, and you're the you guys are the neighbors that are not in the know. But it just, it happens, like, let's say on average... Twice a week. <laughs> Sounds like your neighbor's very insecure. Oh, That's annoying. People drive me nuts. Can can I derail? Can I derail? Please um, go. Do it. Do it. Take this train and put us like right down a mountain pass. What's your favorite pencil? Favorite pencil. Actually, no, what's your favorite pencil and paper? Oh, are we entering take a note? This is a very complex uh, question, and the answers are also very complex. Welcome to Take a Note. It's a podcast within a podcast. 
objectively, the best pencil is going to be a Blackwing pencil, and they make various uh, types. It's not a click pencil. It's a traditional wooden pencil that has a uh, uh, rubber eraser uh, at the end of it. The best paper, it's hard to say. I don't really go in much for paper per se in terms of individual sheets, but like my preferred writing surfaces are either uh, Levenger Freeleaf uh, legal pads uh, or Ampad uh, gold fiber uh, legal pads. Are those of the gilded edges? I don't think they do, no. Go ahead, Connor. Dixon Ticonderoga number two pencil. You motherfucker. You stole my bit. Oh, well, dive in, brother. No, go. Rolling it back up. No, 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 unspoken go. my words. Xavier, what's your favorite pencil? No, no, Connor, go, go. I'm sorry, brother, go. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I, it's the classic number yellow, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> number yellow. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there your turn. I tried my try, and that oh was a God. fail, so now you get to, you get to do a little <laughs> joust at this motherfucker. And then I'll try to tip at this windmill. Go for it, Xavier. Uh, Jay understands, first of all, what it's like when Isaac isn't here now. And he also understands what the first five minutes of the show are like. <laughs> first five? By first five, do you mean worst five? Or... <laughs> oh, Jay, shut oh, up. You're brutal. secretly enjoying this. The five minutes are the best part of the show. The way that uh, the Ticonderoga Dixon pencil is like the best pencil. It's classic. It's yellow. It's got like a green eraser holding ferrule. Classic American pencil. I use them all the time. Uh, I've never not bought them. There's other art pencils and stuff, but like those are domain specific. And if you're just looking for a pencil, this is the one that kind of like children draw in their children's books of instructions to draw pencils i can't believe you've never encountered uh a blackwing pencil out in the wild or you've never tried writing with a jay should wait you're saying you're see, you're assuming that i've never i've never i've never encountered a blackwing pencil because if i had i this would not be my favorite pencil is that what you're implying there i it this is a superior pencil i would like to talk about my favorite pencil What's your favorite pencil, Xavier? Let me post a link in our super secret text channel so we can discuss this pencil. Mm. Jay, tell us about the superior Blackwing. It's a bit unique. Um, I will find uh, an example that we can put into the show notes. Um, See, you guys are looking for notes and receipts about your pencils. I say Dixon Ticonderoga yellow pencil with a green ferrule. And that springs to mind. I know what my favorite pencil is. Everyone knows it. That's the pencil for us. It's everybody's pencil. I'd like you to click. I can talk about your basic bitch pencil. That's just like, that's like starter pencil. We're talking about favorite pencils. We're talking about next level. My favorite pencil is the starter pencil. I, you know, like I I run on stock. I run on stock. I don't want your custom (laughs) shit. You can give Connor any pencil. I am as I am as God made me, sir. Jay, we're I, like, I rolled out a preschool with a Dixon Ticonderoga pencil behind my ear. What up, Jay? Jay, we're like premium fuel cars, and he's like an E eighty five. 
He is definitely uh, an E85. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys saying? Are you guys saying that like I've become a man and it's time for me to put away childish things? Is this like where this conversation's headed? No, yeah. I mean I think we can respect the fact that you are an artist and that it's not really about the tool. That Don't you talk have. down to me. It's Don't not talk about down to me, Jay. It's not about the tools <laughs> that you use to create your craft. It's about the finished product. And what Xavier and I, I think, the space we're playing in is that we don't think there is necessarily ever going to be a finished project. But we want to know that we are having the best writing experience if we were going to have a writing experience. So that being said... Blackwing pencils are the best. Ah, all right, all right, I gotcha. And let's talk about. I will say that for people who want their art to be done as a quality, that's a quality that can be imbued with a Dixon Ticonderoga number two. Can can we all go look at my pencil that I recommend for a second? Click the link in our super. Yeah, put it chat. in the put it in the post. It's already put there. Put the link in. It's what are above you about? It's not. Yes, it is there. Oh, in the show notes. You guys keep putting stuff in the wrong channels. We talking about the Swiss Wood Pencil HB. Yes, I really love the Carandash Swiss Wood Pencil. This is a this is a good pencil. I can get behind that. This and is a it's six dollar pencil. But it smells like brown sugar. Yeah, but for six bucks I could buy a pencil and I could buy like a pound of brown sugar. I'm not current on sugar prices by the pound. Me either. What I'm could sorry. sugar cost, Jay? Ten dollars? Five, six thousand dollars? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea what the sugar futures are right now. <laughs> I, I, really I imagine wanna... they're probably pretty high because people are have been cooking at home. Are these black wings? Are these a cedar pencil? Or are these made out of a different wood? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head, honestly. I'm looking on Amazon for this basic Dixon Ticonderoga pencil. Oh, God, I'm sorry, Jay. Ugh. I hate myself just looking at this. It just reminds me of, like, grade school. We need to get him So this black one pencil has, like, a square... Like a square eraser. A rectilinear eraser. Yeah, you can replace them. So this is like a $2 pencil. This is much more in line with like a like a an artist would pay $2 for a pencil. A $2 pencil is like a middle of the market. Yeah. Dixon Dixon Ticonderoga, that that's your that's your quarter pencil right there. That's a very cheap pencil. Uh this is this is the pencil of uh of a an adult. An adult that spends money on pencils, the Blackwing Map. So Speaking of pencils, I had um, at one point in my life this nice little, I don't think it was actually made to be a pen holder. I think it was just a neatly designed cup. It was very basic, uh, matte silver um, finish, uh, just sort of like a, a matte. Imagine if you took, size-wise, if you took like a standard like can of like Campbell's soup, right? Only instead of having like ribbed sides, it was just brushed solid um like steel or aluminum i don't remember the metal type i had in this cup i don't remember the exact number it took 
uh, but it was filled with freshly sharpened, all the same same exact height, <gasps> uh, paper mate Murado Black Warrior wooden pencils, and That's it was cool. I, I never used them, but it was just sort of like visually pleasing and appealing in the same way that like a freshly mown lawn would be or like if you have some cat grass or if you like a pile to be you know neat i wonder what ever happened to that i should try doing that again i looked them up um a moment ago and they're not wait what happened to the what happened to the the container the the cylinder the silver cylinder alas in in my youths i moved quite a bit i don't know what happened to it wait so at some point at some point like you it left your life like these pencils went from artistically awesome to just like i they are lost yeah uh jay can you look at the pencil sharpener i just posted in the show notes i am looking at the black wing one step step long point long point point sharpener for 1995 thoughts feelings i like the look of this it matches my all black backpack aesthetic should i buy this yes you now buy this like right now give it 24 Mm. hours oh this is nice we'll put this in the show notes for people to check out this is like a this is a bespoke like kids with money only pencil sharpener i like this 102 five star reviews where are you seeing these reviews Oh wow, it's very tactical. Yeah, it's, it's got um. It is tactical. Tactical. Yeah, it looks like it's uh, it's it's got a hexagonal grip, kind of. You like know what? Your, I uh, bet that box your is tactical like screwdriver. Very sturdy and expensive feeling. I love that it's. I love that it's matte with like the B shine in relief. Do you guys see that? Look at that box. It's got a little pull tab on it. I would save that box. I want the box more than I want the pencil sharpener. See, it's like you want the aesthetic experience of tools, but not their actual function. Is that is that too close to the like am I wrong? No, actually that's a space I wanna I wanna explore that a little bit. Um because yeah, I okay. use I use tools, but there's like definitely let's talk about stationary is is that's an easy example. I've got like my field notes in in certain types of notebooks that I buy and I'll never write in them, but I just like there's a collectible hoarder enjoyment aspect to them where I just like knowing that I have them and maybe one day I could write in them. It's very similar to my bourbon collection where I have a lot of really cool bourbon that uh, I will probably drink someday, but I have no immediate plans to drink now. And so in the meantime, I just have my regular go-to bourbons that I keep in the cupboard, and that's what I drink. And I guess I feel kind of like that with tools, if that makes sense. Jay, I'm going to post another link in the chat, and I want you to tell me how this would be for a starter set. Elsa and Indy exchange looks. He thinks he is seeing her in her true colors. Elsa chooses a cup, a solid gold emerald-encrusted goblet. 
Donovan instantly takes it from her. Oh, yes, it's more beautiful than I'd ever imagined. This certainly is the cup of the king of kings. Donovan rushes to the well and fills the goblet with water. Eternal life! He drinks from the goblet. Then Donovan's entire body starts to convulse. His face contorts in agony. He grabs his stomach and turns towards Elsa. What is happening to me? Why are we reciting the plot remember of the Spielberg scene? Oh my god, this well, because, is because because I oh. this is our worst episode. I'm sorry, dear listener. Indy picks up Indy picks up another cup. Connor, Connor. Jug. That's the Connor. cup of a carpenter, says Indy. He and Elsa exchange a look. There we go, Jay. I took care of it. Brother Jay, are you still with us? I'm looking at a black wing. Uh, Connor's going to be so mad. Uh, I'm looking at a black wing <laughs> starting point. <laughs> oh, jazz brain. Unlimited power. Unlimited power. You have chosen wisely. I, can we go back to talk about this gift set? I would get the gift set and I would get the sharpener. But if you're only going to get one, get the sharpener first. But if it's like free shipping at 50 bucks or something like that, yeah, get the... They're all so expensive. Um, yeah. This is the Blackwing starting point set? Yeah, you get four pencils, um, two point guards. Um, Wait, a sharpener. point guard here not being like a large man who's on the far end of a football <laughs> line. A point guard here being no, like a, a metal, like a it's metal, a, a metal, it's a metal cap sort that of goes over the pencil cap. to prevent the point from breaking on the go. He chose Mr. Artiste. You've never poorly. You've never come across this. No man, no. This is definitely this is definitely like a level of of uh, tool specificity that, yeah, I wouldn't use these because they're super expensive and like I would feel they're too precious, right? I just gotta like start making stuff on the page and like I need I need a tool that is reliably replaceable because I'm gonna go through thousands of them. So we're we're talking about like uh, we're talking about like. Uh... BMWs and you're putting around in your Chevy Aveo. <laughs> well, the thing is, I'm like hand building a bunch of kind of like Chevy Aveo looking motherfuckers so that I can become like a like a capitalist of the Chevy Aveo art market. Um, and you're like driving a car for fun. I'm trying to make it my my hobby, like my job, you know. So like, yeah, I'm on all this like goofball shit where where half the stuff I use is from Harbor Freight and like came off of a Walmart shelf and the other half is super technical stuff and the super technical stuff that's like not for me, I have like zero interest in and I think it's crazy that someone would spend 10 bucks for this specific pencil unless they really, really needed it and they knew they needed it. I need it for my work. Do you know Mitsubishi makes a pencil? <laughs> yeah, they make good pencils. 
Oh, yeah. Um, and it's like sort of the same Mitsubishi. It's like they're both 400-year-old Japanese companies, but uh, one of them makes pencils. And one of them makes cars. Yeah. I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm not like hating on other people's tools. This thing looks fabulous. And if someone gifted me this Blackman starting point set, I'd leave it on a shelf for four months before taking it down and like trying my hand with it. And then I think I'd like them a lot. But it's real intimidating to have like a, a nearly $40 price point for four pencils plus some stuff. I just well, want to buy, I just want to buy like a big box of those Karan Dosh pencils and you just can't. No, they're too bespoke. Yeah, what if it would be nice if you could buy the nicest thing in bulk? Oh, you can buy a set of three, but that's about it. Ooh, wait, I like this idea of buying the nicest thing in bulk. Right, I don't think that the nicest thing ever wants to be packaged in bulk. But I like the idea of, say, buying, mm, I don't know, 50 iPods. 50 iPods in a sack. Sack of iPods. See, the iPod, though, is no longer that useful of a device. We've we've moved on. Oh, sorry, I sorry, don't... sorry. I want I want I want 60 Apple watches. I want 60 gold Apple watches and I want them to be in a in a plastic bag that's been vacuum sealed in a factory and kind of like flat shipped to me in an envelope. Oh, Jay, you can get a 12 pack of these things for a uh, $24.99. Oh, yeah, of course. Apple watches. <laughs> no, Car and no, Connor. No, we're talking about bespoke pencils. You're not in space. <laughs> Play with us in the space. You're not in the space. <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, I am. I'm kind of like. Uh, I got. I got a love for expensive mechanical pencils. Oh my god! I never knew I needed a point guard. Mm-hmm. Gotta have a point guard. Hmm. Wait, point guard's a basketball reference, not a football reference. Uh, how, how does everyone feel this is going? I just realized what an anchor Isaac is. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He moves us forward. He's quiet most of the time. He's got like nice things to say. He's got normal answers to our insane I can, questions. I can poke at him and ah. Uh... He provides a lot of uh, being a lot of being the straight man to our goofy behavior. Hey, Jay, and he's game for it, you know. You want seventy-two cheap pencils delivered to your house? What kind of pencil? Uh, they're wood. They're soft <laughs> lead, <laughs> and they've got a white eraser, and it's uh, seventy-two of them for six dollars and ninety cents. Where are you seeing this? Please give me a link. That's so many pencils. <laughs> you want to see the power? The pencil power. <laughs> I I love the idea of us of us kind of like mailing things to each other in inappropriate quantities. Um, like, what if you guys just started getting a whole bunch of like rope, or if I started shipping like two by fours? <laughs> the two by fours wouldn't be useful. What am I going to do with a two by four? My, oh, house, like, <laughs> my house is already built, dude. I could do stuff with that. What would you do with a two by four? Yeah, uh, what to, give tell me what I don't the know, fuck but you after, would do with a two by the... four? I, are they treated or untreated? 
after the 10th one arrives at your house, Jay, uh, in 10 <laughs> subsequent days, right? One two by four a day, your mailman is also going to wonder, what the hell is this guy doing with all these two by fours that he's getting mailed to him from Pittsburgh? Please don't make my mailman hate me. My mailman likes us, I think. We leave like cold water out there for him sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone clicked on the box of uh, the 72 pencils? Yeah, these are hideous. What is this brand? There's a, there's an icon. It's there's a there's a character in the middle of the brand. Whoa! Oh, no, Xavier. This these these pencils are like like Beetlejuice, man. Like these pencils have some real pinstripe problems. Like they're loud, guy. Jay, you they're got really... 72 of these right on their way to you, brother. No, you did not send me those pencils. Please, God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have them in my house. They're 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 Ohio State colors. I can't have them in my house. That's the plan, Jay. You know what are absolutely the worst though? What are absolutely the worst are like really 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 cheap pencils that don't work no no okay, no Jay. Pencil, how does a pencil not work it, it's a static object what i bought you jay is i bought you kindling i'm saying i'm saying you go to a doctor's office you are at the mini golf course you are filling out your bowling card you get a little pencil you know like the complimentary pencil but it is not Dixon Ticonderoga. It is like even lower shelf than your sort of low shelf pencil. It's like uh, the pencil that came out of the came out of the ground, and it just like you put pressure on the wooden haft of the pencil and push the graphite towards the paper, like it's gonna rub off and make a mark, and it just doesn't. You know, it's like it's like a, it's like it got dipped in wax. You know, and there's just not. The graphite's not actually connecting to anything. You just smudge the paper surface with wax instead of writing anything. Hey, Jay, do you want 96 Dixon Ticonderoga pencils? They're surprisingly reasonable. Are they the standard basic ones that Connor's talking about? Standard basic yellow. And you can get 96 of them for $10.28. I'd take that. That's what I'd I'm talking that. about. And I would try to, recreate my, I'd try to recreate my little uh, soothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take, take, Jay, take the coffee cup in your house, which is a coffee cup that you have dear love for, but which is like no longer the coffee cup you use every day because it's the wrong size or you don't drink coffee or like whatever. It doesn't fit in the carrying machine. That's your cup. That's these Ticonderoga Dixon pencils are going to resurrect your like sort of nostalgia cup and make it part of your everyday carry. Or sort I of everyday do, desk placement. I do have a lot of extra coffee cups that are never used lying around. Right. Connor, do this you want to go in on sending uh, do you want to go in on sending Jay a bunch of pencils? Bunch bunch of pencils? Hey, you're you're the one that just mails shit to Jay, man. Like I don't have his address, you do. And how much that could a pencil true. cost? It's ten dollars. Jazz break. Jazz break. It's uh, it's ten twenty eight for all ninety six.
so speaking speaking of mailing things, I do have a fun and exciting update, and that is that I am now in receipt of the potentially problematic water. Um, but I'm not just going to mail a single uh, bottle to everybody. I'm going to mail uh, treat boxes, and I'm still waiting for a few more things to arrive in the mail that I will be sprinkling into the treat boxes and. Hopefully, I will have those mailed out to my uh, dear hosts uh, before the next episode. Yeah, uh, Xavier, I will go in on those Ticonderoga pencils. Jay, you should send me your address. I'll go in on the Ticonderoga pencils, and you can take the ones that don't fit in the, the coffee jar, and you put them in the treat boxes. I've got a better idea. I'll send him the... Oh, oh this just ends up with me receiving these terrible pencils. <laughs> Send the Dixon Ticonderoga ones because then Connor will actually use them for his arts. I was I was gonna say yeah. I could send Jay the uh, the Beetlejuice pencil, but I'm no. I'm don't afraid. send those. Send the Dixon, send the Dixon Ticonderoga because they'll serve two purposes. One, Connor will be able to use them in his work, and two, I can use them as like packing fill for the trade boxes. Jay, if but I whatever. send you these, if I send you these red pencils, are you just gonna? <laughs> use this as packing fill for my box yeah i uh, that would be a waste of money but the dixon ticonderoga ones would actually get used <laughs> i got something in the mail this week what'd you get uh i got the japan demonium illustrated the yokai encyclopedias of toriyama sekian sekian was a um what 18th century uh no yeah 18th century 1700s a uh, Japanese illustrator and artist who like wrote up uh, kind of like the popular the popular encyclopedia of ghosts and demons in Japan that was like sort of a kid's book but kind of like a just like everyone had a copy of this book. Uh, Jay, do you want fifty lanyards? What's a lanyard? I'll send a picture. Yeah, so it's it's uh, reproductions of these woodblock prints of all of these different Japanese sort of folklore creatures. Uh, with all of the Japanese text translated to English around the sides and in the margins, and then a whole bunch of marginalia about like further research that the authors did into where all these myths and legends came from and how they were depicted, and some of the some of the in jokes that are kind of like part of the art. It's very cool. Do you guys like to hear about Momonji, the old man Momo? No. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> or the Okubi, the giant head of the mountain. No, man, tough crowd. Connor, do you ever have a want for fifty lanyards? No, I can't say that I have. I mean, am I like equipping a uh, summer camp? What's going on, <laughs> Xavier? I don't know what you're playing at here. This is America, okay? We have guns, all right. You're not. Are you, are you trying to be like a serial, like, uh, like murderer? And your signature move is that you strangle people with lanyards, so you're trying to get a good deal on them. Like, I don't understand what this discussion is even about. Like, what, what the fuck is anybody oh going to do with fifty <laughs> lanyards? No, no, I'm. They call him the lanyard killer, sir. Yeah. Why, 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 why did this become your signature move? Ar -ar -ar. I got a good deal on them. I bought them in bulk. Wow, you even sounded like Xavier. <laughs> they there. never knew what was going to come to them. 
It was lanyards, and it was me. <laughs> Savior, if you've ever wondered wondered what you sound like, that's what you sound like when you sound. <laughs> oh, right on time! Isaac um, sent a picture of his camping setup with him enjoying a beer. Um, no, uh, the the actual thing that's happening is I'm going down Amazon like weird shit you can buy in bulk. So I found out I could buy 576 pencils for forty dollars. I saw that for $39. Oh, Xavier, you got to check out govdeals.com, man. How many crayons can I buy? Govdeals is where the government unloads all of their kind of like weird excess equipment uh, as an interagency service. It's like Craigslist for government stuff. Can I buy those like green notebooks that they have? You can get like all of the confiscated pocket knives that the TSA takes. You can just buy them by the pound. That's right up my alley. Oh my. Lot of 600 pounds of knives. Jay, do you ever want... Jay, does Jay have want for 600 pounds of knives? <laughs> Jay, I still I still haven't ordered that Kershaw yet, by the way. Oh, you gotta get the Kershaw, the Kershaw blade. I'm too lazy. Too lazy to order the blade, or...? Yeah. Too lazy to fight with the blade? Like 33 bucks. Mood is a thing for cattle and love play. It just takes a lot of time to order something, and then I have to get it approved. And What are you talking about? Then I have to get it approved. Remember, you have to approve my purchases. Oh, yeah. Hey, Jay, do you want 11 boxes of butter knives? 324 pounds of them, to be precise? Oh, my God. Just send the pencils. <laughs> just send the pencils. Hey, Connor, I've got an idea. Jay, I'm gonna find I'm gonna find like a restaurant going out of business, and I'm just gonna walk in and say, those napkin ring holders, those thousand napkin ring holders that you guys had designed and built by like a dis- bespoke, like wood turning artist, I will send all of these to Jay. Jay would like that though, is the problem. As long as you wear a mask when you go into the restaurant. Oh, the restaurant shut down because of COVID, right? They never opened after March. <laughs> Too soon? Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Too close? Too soon? Uh, Too much? I, I bet you can get hey. a lot of good deals on restaurant equipment right now. Um, we should send Jay uh, 300 rolls of paper. <clears throat> no. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jay, for the price of these these 200 uh, bespoke wooden napkin rings, <laughs> you could also just buy, like, 16 gas ranges with vent hoods. You deinstall and take away. <laughs> typewriters? <sighs> typewriters? Typewriters, typewriters. Wait, what's typewriters from? Typewriters, They're selling typewriters. typewriters. Who's selling typewriters? GovDeals. GovDeals has typewriters, <gasps> six various typewriters with two ink driven boxes. Whoa, I like that. Are they IBM Selectrics? Um, looks like wheel writers. Mm, no good. You guys know about the Selectric? Yeah, know about the Selectric. Oh, uh, uh, type ball? You know about the mm. type ball, Xavier? I don't know about the type ball. Oh, wait, no, they are Selectrics. They are Selectrics. They got the type ball. Selectric 3. We've got a Lexmark IBM. Do they have the type ball? I don't know if they have the type ball. So the typing element in a Selectric is not a sort of piano keys or like long mechanical lever arms. It's a ball 
that has the whole font on the ball and it rotates in a couple different dimensions and degrees so that every letter is sort of like you stamp the letter and then the ball rotates 30 degrees clockwise and down angle two declensions. So there are three wheel rider 1500s, one select, one correcting selectric three, one selectric two, a brother ML 300 and two open boxes of inked ribbon. Yeah. That's selectric three and selectric two. That's where like you really hit the stride on, uh, on your, uh, your, your 1980s electronic typewriters. Are these a shippable item? Oh, They're heavy. To, They're like I'd 40 to, pounds. Ugh, I'd have to go there to get these. Welcome to Are We Doing This, a podcast where we look stuff up on the internet and we talk about it and you can't see it and it's boring as shit. <laughs> the wheel writer. That was a weird... There was a time where what word processing meant was that you typed into a typewriter and it filled up like a calculator screen with ASCII characters. And then if you felt good about that line, you could hit enter and it would type it all out in print on the page. And this let you save huge amounts of time because you could catch your typos on screen before you actually committed the line to print. This is the final episode of Are We Doing This? Tell me about it. <laughs> God, Isaac, come back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i i think we need isaac we need isaac badly brothers he's yeah. what do i miss about him i miss his quiet uh sort of are steady we, are we gonna attitude. release this one guys no. absolutely yeah let's yeah Xavier, you got kind of clipped with the let's finish strong by sort of whispering the rest of this yes this has been are we doing this it's the asmr show where we talk about things together as a group. Jay really doesn't like this. I can already tell by his silence. He's so not enjoying right the Jay, whispering. Stop it. Right, but me and Xavier are gonna this sort of finish this out. It's been it's been a wonderful week. This has been Are We Doing This with Xavier, Connor, uh, Jay, and Jay. Uh, Isaac's ghost. Isaac is not this week. He's not here this week. We, but we we're do. just gonna. We dearly miss. Send you out on the calm, smooth waves of uh, kind of a quiet afternoon. I hope you guys have a great day. And Jay, I'm I'm really sorry for this whole endeavor. No one's ever going to listen to this. <laughs>